When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to the Spirit Diaries. I'm Robert. And I am Bertie. And we are your host. With the most. The most what? Weirdness. Spirits. Spirit. Weirdness. Spirits. Spirits. And (laughs) weirdness. weirdness. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you just joining us, welcome to the podcast. We share all things spooky, including stories of us both growing up with ghosts, living in haunted houses, and going on scary investigations. Or not so scary in Robert's case, because he's a little tough, tough guy. I'm a rock. A rock. A rock. With zero emotion. Strong and unwavering. And you can throw me at your enemies. What? <laughs> So if you're new, welcome. If you're not new and you're like, oh gosh, I thought this was their first episode. Where did I miss the other ones? You haven't. Turns out we decided to delete all of our old episodes. They're gone. Finished. Nothing. Actually, they're over (laughs) on patreon.com slash spirit diaries. And while we're saying that, we want to quickly thank our patrons. Thank you. So shout out to JCLO, Jennifer, Christina, Randy, Chemically Feline, Jody, Amy, and Liam. Thank you all, our lovely patrons. We're really glad to have you. But yes, all of our old episodes are over there. Essentially, we got better audio equipment. We have more of a plan this time. It started off with just me and not Robert. Robert joined later. And um, It was pretty much me just ranting, so it wasn't that great. Um, But we're trying to be better. Plus, that was pre-plastic surgery, so now I'm beautiful. I couldn't be on camera before. 
Right. My nose was bad. My teeth were bad. I had to get those fixed. This is not true for those of you listening. For those of you listening, not true. Somebody's like, what? Like, oh, God, what, what happened to him? And what, this is better? Aww. So a little bit more about who we are. I am a psychic medium. And you are? A non-psychic large. Great. So for me, a psychic medium. (laughs) I don't know how you giggle the table. You giggle the table. So for me, a psychic medium is a label I use because it's the most popular one that identifies what I pretty much am. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so uh, I did not always use the term medium. Um, I was a little bit turned off by using it. Um, I definitely hated the word psychic. I felt like the word psychic meant that I was supposed to be guessing the lottery numbers and, you know, gazing into crystal balls and having a phone number that you could call like 1-800-I'm-a-psychic-ask-me-anything and I'll say yes. Um, <laughs> What's my future? futuristic things what i'm so good (laughs) so yeah i didn't like it i definitely didn't want to be associated with that so growing up before i knew the term medium when i thought i was alone in this world and no one else could see spirits and i was just a little strange child um i called myself a planeswalker that's pretty cool I don't think that sounds pretty cool. I mean, for a kid to come up with planeswalker, that sounds pretty cool. Well, I mean, I came up with it because, you know, you learn in math, like planes, there's different planes, A and B. To me, I was like, oh, I'm a little math science kid. So I'm like, oh, plane of living, plane of the dead. Um, I guess I walk between the two, at least I felt like. So I thought, sure, I'm a planeswalker. I mean, I knew some pretty dumb kids and they would have called it like dead talker or something. So, I mean, planeswalker is pretty good. Thanks. Creative. <laughs> I, I told everybody that I called myself a planeswalker who I told about my mediumship, which was absolutely no one because <laughs> I was horrified <laughs> to tell anybody. It's okay. Yeah. We love you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely uh, was very scared to tell people. But don't worry, though, if you're thinking these people are off their rocker. There's no way she's a medium. There's no way he is a non-psychic large. Um, we're yeah. with you. We are, <laughs> we are <laughs> skeptics. At, at our very core. Yeah, so we definitely don't believe things blindly. I have not believed or accepted my mediumship blindly. It has been a very serious thing for me. I don't take it lightly. Um, And I'm here to share my experience about being a medium and what it's really like. Um, And it's not like an episode of Ghosts. But I would take a Thorfinn. (laughs) Landship. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm kind of like Thorfinn without the muscles or the smell. I mean, I don't need the smell. <laughs> Just the muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll get right on that. 
<laughs> announcing my new channel, Gym Diaries. <laughs> that came out so wrong. You are perfect the way you are. Thanks. You know this. <laughs> I was saying it was good because like I was insinuating you had everything but the smell, which is why I said I didn't need the smell. I, I get it. Wow. Backpedaling concluded. <laughs> so sorry. That's not what I meant. I swear. Um, so I am in shape. Round is a shape. Um, I'm also a shape. <laughs> So it's it's understandable that people don't like the word medium, though. Mm -hmm. It's understandable that I didn't like it. It's understandable that other people in the mainstream uh, don't like it. Um, and that's because the very origin of the word was bullshittery. <laughs> bullshittery. Yes. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Mediumship was bullshittery for a majority of cases. Ding. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So the word medium rose in 1840s New York. Uh, it started with the spiritualist movement. And these are the people who started the discussions of spirit guides, spirits mm -hmm. being on a higher plane than us. So spirits being those like wise people that we should consult uh, because you learn something after death. Not true for all of them. Um, <laughs> Some spirits are just plain shitty. So, um, much like the living. Yes. At times, they can also be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, and uh, the belief came from this time that a medium uh, could communicate with both the living and the dead, hence being a medium. Um, and we see some of these tenets from original origins of spiritualism still popular in paranormal culture. Uh, but one of the things I do really support with the notion of mediumship that they had was that people can be born with mediumship, mm -hmm. but people can also learn mediumship. And I support that. Uh, for me, I have always seen spirits. Mm -hmm. um, this wasn't something that randomly popped up one day. And we do see cases of people who just wake up and all of a sudden they have mediumship abilities, which is so much scarier. And I'm really glad that didn't happen to me mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's always been there for me. So I don't have a reference of like life prior to that. Right. Um, so I think it would be really scary for that to happen. But just overnight, like, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. But I also agree that people can really learn it. Uh, because I don't think mediumship is this like fancy thing that only some people can do when you're so gifted. Um, no, I think it's just like instinct by end. Mm -hmm. And practice. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah. I mean, I, I think confidence is a big thing too. Just being confident in yourself and uh, <laughs> believing yourself when you have a feeling. Yeah, we all know I have such high self-confidence. <laughs> um, so I think the more modern idea of mediums are these like unicorn people mm -hmm. who are just like so special and so unique and just they know everything about everything and have this metaphorical telephone to the spirit world in their head. And it's absolute bullshit. Like, <laughs> I think it stems from... The most common misunderstandings about what a medium really is. Right. Like, no, I cannot call up Tesla and ask if he's disappointed of what his name is popularized for now. Right. Like, I can't do that. Like, that 
that's not real. That mm -hmm. could be real on a TV show, mm -hmm. but that's not real in terms of when we're actually looking at how practical and mundane mediumship really is because I hate to break it to everybody, but mediumship is just not that fancy. It's not that special. It is not, you know, this great thing. <laughs> like, I, I don't... It, you're wrong. <laughs> you mean you don't stare off into the distance while a theme song plays? We're going to get a milkshake later. You are correct. Validation. <laughs> I'm so psychic. Oh, my God. Uh, it's so good. Yeah. No, that's not what it is. Ugh. Okay. So... <laughs> We can't talk about spiritualists without talking about the controversial Fox sisters. Ooh. No, so controversial. So these three sisters lived in New York and they claimed that they had made contact with a real life spirit. Woo. It's your grandmother. Is it? Maybe. <laughs> so they would say that they would knock on the walls and they'd hear knocks back that confirmed answers. And this is something we still see in modern ghost hunting shows and modern investigations. People will use the knock, 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 finish that knock. And, you know, people still use that as a way to get validation. Or they will do that experiment and ask something to knock. And three hours later into their investigation, they'll hear a tap or a knock somewhere and they will piece those things together and go, look, evidence. Are you calling out mainstream paranormal television? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, if we could all concurrently agree that we would like stop bullshitting, mm -hmm. that would be freaking amazing. Like, Agreed. yeah, that would progress this field so much quicker. Mm -hmm. There's no need to bullshit. It's it's so evident when it is. Well, and it's strange enough on its own. Right. Like, like the world is weird. Right. <laughs> we don't need to try harder. Um. So, oddly enough, this mother, uh, Mrs. Fox, had a conversation with this spirit to understand who exactly was haunting this home. So she wanted answers. So great. Went into investigation mode. So the spirit confirmed that they were a spirit. Smart. That's good validation. They confirmed that they were injured in the house. And they claimed the person who injured him, so it was a boy, uh, was still living. Okay. They eventually concluded that he was murdered and his remains were buried in the cellar. And he had a wife and five children, two sons, three daughters, all living at the time of his death. So you said confirmed and concluded. Was there actual proof of any of this? The proof was in the knocking. So there was not any validated historical proof. <laughs> yep, it's all true. <laughs> So, yeah, unfortunately, there was no record. Um, even more unusual, though, is they eventually came to the conclusion that this spirit's name was Mr. Splitfoot. Splitfoot? Mm. They, could, they couldn't come up with a better name on the spot? Robert, that was his name. Okay, wait How a many people do you know named Splitfoot as a surname? I want to I Google that at some point. George and Splitfoot. Harriet S. Splitfoot. Harry Splitfoot. 
Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, yeah, I understand. It's a little bit absurd. But that, like, kind of has a connotation with, like, a split hoofed foot, like a devil. That's like, interesting. Do you think they were trying to be like, oh, yeah, it's Mr. Splitfoot. He's the devil. They were hinting at it, but there were no uh, super good ghost investigators who always claim demons. Oh, yeah, they haven't. They weren't around yet. Yeah. Um, so later, um, they discovered that Mr. Splitfoot did have an actual name, uh, which also led to no validation. Mm -hmm. And there was also an alleged skeleton, which was also not actually verified. So this whole thing was like this huge mess. Alleged, no actual proof. Yeah. Um, I mean, they dug in the cellar. It was this mix mash of like, they found something they didn't, they did, they didn't. It was chicken bones. It was a finger bone. Right. And, you know, it just, it kept amounting into nothing. They did find somebody who matched it. It was not true. They thought they found the murderer. It was not true. It was um, a very messy situation. But these three sisters became one of the first celebrity mediums and they held public seances and they were making like 150 bucks a day. Which is good for now like that is good for that now. that is rich for then oh beyond 150 a day now man that's not bad no. like like they were making bank back I in the day i know i know which is a problem this is where corruption gets in um Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So 20 years has passed. They're still doing these seances mm -hmm. in public. Uh, one of the sisters comes out and is like, hey, this is all a hoax. Um, I took an apple, tied it to a string, was dragging it around upstairs, was creeping my mom out. Sorry, mom. Um, she was like, look at my knee. Oh, and uh, she was like, my knee is the popping noise. And she's like, look at my toes. And she's like, my toes were the poppy noise. She did this in front of an audience. And the audience was like, mm, no, no, <laughs> come on. Like you're playing. It didn't really go over well. Like people, some people were like, oh, we knew. Some people were like, no, don't, you don't have to say it's all fake. Like we believe you. I think it kind of falls into one of those things too, where people don't want to believe that they were duped. Like Ooh, you don't, right. you don't ever want to admit or look like you were stupid or like unintelligent. Like people don't want to be like, I, and I think today, even in today's society, it's like, even if people are shown something, evidence, that's, yeah, yeah. Or evidence or proof of something, they're like, no, it's not true because they don't want to feel dumb. Yeah. They don't want to believe it. Um, and that's kind of what was happening here. And shortly after to add to this confusion, she recanted mm. that admission. And I under, I also understand people like wanting to defend her because I totally had this like secret pact when I very first started the podcast a few years ago, I was like, Robert, if this ever goes wrong, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to say, <laughs> I made the whole thing up right. and then we're just going to nope out and delete everything. Just clean wipe. <laughs> yeah. Just we're gone. Never talk about it again. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. That was, I mean, that was kind of my like 
backup plan. So like, I understand when people are like, oh, you don't have to lie. It's okay. Like, we believe you. Like, I think people were more thinking also in the spiritualist community who have believed all these things. I mean, 20 years have passed. Mm -hmm. This started the beliefs of so many things that they didn't want to believe that because if that wasn't true, what about all these other things they had concluded since then? Were those also not true? So now we're getting into questioning beliefs and yeah, it, it was a, it was a tough thing. But what was really cool about this movement was this is one of the first times where women were at the forefront of speaking events. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the topics that the spiritualists would channel in trance mediumship, which is where the medium goes in a trance and essentially allows the spirit to like minorly possess them mm -hmm. to speak through them. Um, it's something I definitely don't do. Right? It just <laughs> feels weird. Kind of like um, Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg, mm -hmm. how... Like she was like being spoken through. Right. Um, that would be very similar to like a trans mediumship. But this allowed women to go, oh, I'm channeling this raunchy pirate. Um, fuck you, men. Women deserve e equal rights. Or, <laughs> hey, guys, sorry. Uh, we were swashbuckling wrong. <laughs> um, we should not have slaves. Yarg, let the women vote. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and these ideas of women equality and anti-slavery and everybody having equal rights were a lot of these things that these spirits happen to be talking about, which um, progressive spirits for the win. Very interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, this gets into tricky territory because on one hand, I am really excited that there was this really cool way that these topics started coming up in our history mm -hmm. with a spiritualist movement. That's <laughs> freaking cool. Um, secondly, as a medium, this also hurts because mm -hmm. it's like, oh no, you use this thing that's like very real for certain people like myself and so many others who are experiencing this. And you kind of made a little bit of a mockery out of it because here you are saying like, you're doing this and you're not right. <laughs> like, so it kind of sucks in that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I am like proud and annoyed. Like they had good intentions and were using it for good, but ultimately screwed the community. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks. So mediums, attracted the draw of chemists, physicists, biologists, and all these scientific minds who wanted to study this phenomena, which I think is incredibly cool because this is the start of the Society of Cyclical Research in 1882, which is still around to this day. And mm -hmm. so many other scientific groups have formed up from this because here they are having people who are like, I have all these abilities. And now they're like, let us study you. Right. How does this Let's work? Test it. Yes. And I think that is so cool mm -hmm. because I think we need more of this. I think we need more people, you know, studying this and figuring out how it works and actually accepting that this is a very real and normal phenomena. Right. We like to say it's paranormal. But ultimately, I, I think it's very normal. I think this is a part of our human experience is having this connection with the dead. Mm hmm. <laughs> that deep stare i don't know where i was going with that 
But with this came the science-minded people who love to shut down absolutely everything. And it also came with the mediums who were faking stuff. So there was active debunking of slate writing, table turning, materialization, spirit photography. All of this stuff was being debunked, 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 debunked. And these people who believed in it started to lose their faith in mediums because it's like, oh, man, this is like the sixth medium I've seen. And they're using all these tricks that we now see other people use, like mentalists or uh, more stage crafted people Mm -hmm. who are magicians and using these tactics. Um, It's hard when uh, when the majority of people are faking it. And it's like the minority of people who are actually real are being left out in the dust and instantly being called fake because nobody believes them by default. I mean, that's kind of how I feel like it still is. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, at the forefront of, you know, popular media, whether that be indie or mainstream people who are questionable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, there's a few good people in that mix and there's a few really questionable people in that mix. And unfortunately, you know, one bad egg can ruin the bunch and it sucks so (laughs) this is where i think we went wrong with it all there was so many people coming forward instead of shutting everybody down i think this was the time that we needed to really find the real side of mediumship right There's no way that everybody who came out during this time was a fraud, was a performer, was people wanting to push a personal agenda or politics or just trying to make some cash. I truly believe there was some people in here who had to have been real. I mean, there had to have been. I mean, yeah, it just makes sense. And while the spiritualist movement survived and is still around today, it has shifted and changed. And more modernly, we have had the rise of ghost hunters and <laughs> people who are actively, you know, trying to figure out what spirits are. And some of them negate the use of mediums because they think it's complete BS. But these are also the same people who use questionable equipment <laughs> that's also not scientifically proven to communicate with the dead. Right. We've used equipment in our investigations, but it was strictly using them like in- experimentally. Like We never looked at the equipment as proof. And most of the equipment, like we actively make fun of, like because it just doesn't work or it's broken or just insanely flawed. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of it is flawed. And the whole thing is, is there's no basis. There's no way to know that if somebody walks in our house right now and it says, I'm a medium, there's no way to know if they're real or not, right. unless they start validating stuff. And same with this equipment. There's no way to know if it works unless this equipment is having a relatively high accuracy rate mm-hmm. and connecting to validating information that we know. What color are these curtains? If we get red coming through a spirit box, hmm, are the next seven responses going to be bullshit though? Right. It's like then that one wasn't that significant. Mm-hmm. Um, same with mediums. You know, if a medium's spot on of, oh, there's a woman here, but then the rest of it is completely wrong. Well, man, I, I mean, they had a 50 50 chance, so <laughs> right? I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's just we have to be more analytical when mm-hmm. it comes to this stuff. But for me, like, you know, when I was a kid, I was seeing these people on TV. I, I was in like late middle school when I think Paranormal State was really getting started, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I had seen someone who I was like, 
oh my gosh, they call themselves a medium? <laughs> There's a ghost? Like, <laughs> they're acknowledging this stuff is real and they were... Ah, it still makes me so crazy <laughs> because like things I had said or things I had described to like my family, like I was seeing echoed in these like hypotheses mm -hmm. on these shows. And I was like, oh my God, there's people out here who are thinking like the same thing as I am. This is really cool. And I mean, you started to see the rise of, you know, ghost hunters mm -hmm. and ghost adventures, paranormal state, you know, all of those things like boomed up. And then the world started getting a little more accepting when it came right. to it. And it made me feel like there was hope that I wasn't all alone. <laughs> Everyone started coming together and go, oh, wait. So I'm allowed to do this? Like, this is cool? And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> and be it fake or real, you mm -hmm. know, mainstream TV, we, we never really know. But whether it was real or fake, the fact of the matter is, is it made me feel more comfortable coming forward about very real experiences that I have been having. So I am always grateful for this media because ultimately it's going to help somebody go, wait, actually i have had a paranormal experience or i think i can communicate with spirits so i am still grateful for a lot of that and while theatrical it's like most of those shows at their core are trying to find information it's just they are tv shows so they have to make it interesting it's like if you have an hour and a half of someone reviewing footage let me tell you we reviewed a lot of footage and it's boring most of the time. Like they have to make sure that they're showing you something interesting yeah. in order to keep you entertained. Yes, it is very boring. We have lots of footage. But if you are into watching all the footage, it is all available. Every single piece we film um, is all available on Patreon. And yeah. So we... if you're someone who likes to comb through hours upon hours of footage in different angles and just stare at a screen then boy, do we have news for you. You know what? It, it's, it, it is actually like, it's one of my least favorite things to do and favorite things to do right. because when something does happen, you're always like, you've been like this for three hours and then all of a sudden you're like, what? <laughs> or you're watching it and your eyes start twitching. You're like, oh wait, I missed something. I <laughs> Go back five minutes. <laughs> So I grew up on the side of skeptics. I wanted proof. I, I wanted validation that what I was experiencing was real. And I actively seeked medical and scientific explanations. Mm -hmm. So I am a science-minded person. I have degrees in science. I definitely want to find out the answers to how all of this worked. So I did. I went down every single doctor from neurologist to cardiologist to psychologist. I hit them all because I wanted to figure out what was going on. And ultimately, you know, I diagnosed, diagnosed myself with multiple chronic illnesses along the way. But um, <laughs> that were real. <laughs> that were real. But nothing explained the mediumship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was it was really interesting. And I've learned to accept that validation is going to be the most accurate we can get it's key. Uh, to figuring out what is real and what is fake. And um, I just have to accept that what I'm experiencing is real and know that, you know, there's not a scientific or medical explanation for what's going on and mentally I'm all there mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> checked off. <laughs> I'll be weird, but you know, I'm all good. So yeah, no, it's interesting. 
So to me, mediumship is just like nothing special. It's nothing more than using your instinct and your senses, which we all have. You can tell when you're driving down the road and the person next to you is for some reason just like staring at you. You feel it and you look and you guys both awkwardly make eye contact and you're just like, okay, this is weird. Or somebody's standing close to you in a grocery store or that one annoying person is going to come by your office and you can just like feel their annoyance coming. Mm -hmm. Like all those like very normal human things is what it's like to be a medium. You just do it with people who don't exist physically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's nothing new. It's nothing like these shows. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like the media portrays. Like it's a very mundane. It's not theatrical i mean it can be sometimes right but i'm yuck feels gross Ugh, stop there's so many people there's just this one person who's like ah! i'm here i'm here i'm here there's somebody pacing around me okay okay back up don't let go i mean all of the time like it's not Sorry, I'm just like five minutes of theatrics. I'm just so flashing <laughs> to when like something's happening in our house and I call you. I'm like, oh my God, please come home. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Things are moving. <laughs> oh, it gets crazy a little bit of sometimes. But um, we also don't disregard the tech. Again, validation with tech, validation with mm -hmm. people. I think this is the key. And ultimately, despite the unusual rise of the word medium, we do want to encourage the possibility that perhaps all of this might be true. Perhaps there are mediums who are real. Perhaps there are other people who experience paranormal things that are telling the truth and i just don't know why anybody would lie this is not something fun to lie about um growing up with mediumship was not cool that people i told i lost friends quickly i mean even to this day i have had adult friends that i met as an adult that eventually i have confided in of like by the way do you believe in, mm -hmm. in in mediums? And I mean, I'll bring up the topic. And I mean, those friends have all left. Ultimately, we just have to keep an open mind. Skeptical, but open. Right. And being skeptical is a good thing. I think mm -hmm. so many people are like, oh, no, skeptics are the worst. Skeptics are not the worst. If you're still open to it. You to know, being skeptical doesn't mean you have to shut everything down. Just... Yeah, being open to the possibility that, hey, maybe there is something going on here. Well, you can be skeptical without being an asshole. Oh. <laughs> they are not one and the same. They are not. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode. I hope you learned a little bit about who we are and how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you all next time. And thanks for listening to The Spirit Diaries. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.